Hey, what up, guys? Welcome to the Briminal Busters podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about crimes and why criminals do them. So, to talk about the the theories about like doing crimes, we're going to take it over to Link. Uh, the first theory we have is the psychodynamic theory, theorized okay. by Sigmund Freed. Mm-hmm. It consists of three factors the id, the ego, and the superego. The id is the basic impulses that we have. Um, the ego is developed over time and comes from social interactions. So, uh, the superego is our moral reasoning. The second theory is cognitive, which is theorized by Gene Pigott. This gives us an idea of how someone reacts to society's expectations, and it also focuses on how our morals develop. Behaviorism is our final theory, and it's theorized by B.F. Skinner. This means that we learn from our surroundings that any behavior that isn't responded to will be repeated. Okay, sounds pretty good. And then there's stuff like psychological, biological, and sociological for reasons why people do crimes. And a great example is Jeffrey Dahmer. We're selecting Jeffrey Dahmer today because he's Wisconsin born and grown, uh, except for the time he was in Ohio. But don't even worry about that. So, like, Jeffrey Dahmer is a pretty good example of all those theories because psychologically, his parents divorced very late in life, but during his childhood, they fought constantly. So, at 14, he became a heavy alcoholic, and he would bring gin to school and just drink it in class, and he would be like, it's my medicine. And that can mess with people pretty early on. And, like, psychologically to him, that was fine. And then when he turned 18, right after graduating high school, he picked up a hitchhiker. Because growing up all through life, he had kind of fantasized about dissecting living things and all stuff like that. And that's pretty weird and gross. But when you drink gin in class at age 14, I guess that'll do it to you. <laughs> so when he was 18, he picked up the hitchhiker and murdered him. That was his first murder. And that was it. Didn't murder, went to the military, moved to Miami for a while. And then he went back to living with his family, his grandma in Milwaukee. And then he started killing people, like, regularly. And then he ended up with, what, 17 or 19? Odd number, prime number. <laughs> and it was pretty messed up. But he went around killing people because, to him, it felt good. And it was the only way he felt, like, satisfaction in life. And biologically, his body was, like, giving him endorphins when he would kill people. And then he would sexually, like, pose their dead bodies because the idea of, like, dead bodies... Got, got him going. It got him going. And he ended up, like, building shrines, or he was planning on building a shrine, and he took skulls of the bodies that he, like, the people he killed, and it was weird. But that's what, like, psychologically can happen to you. And sociologically, he was kind of outcast. Like, in high school, he's pretty popular, so it's one of the lesser affecting of the three. But he outcasted himself as he grew up and yeah we're going to take it over to Andrew now because he's going to talk about those three theories and now with a fictional character because it's also shown well in fictional media wow what a lovely audience well anyways uh, we're doing William Baker from a Spider-Man also known as Sandman but he was born in Queens New York and uh, he was abandoned by his parents at three uh, he learned how to fight at a young age because he got bullied. He also befriended his bullies eventually and would play football with them, uh, channel his anger. Uh, when, 
when he was in high school, his friends gambled and owed money to a mobster. So William fixed the football team to uh, help his friend out. Uh, his coach found out and uh, kicked him off the team. So he punched his coach, coach and uh, he got expelled. <laughs> Looks like your time's up, Andrew. Oh, no, no, not yet. We got some more. Oh, okay. Some application of criminal behavior is psychological because he was abandoned by his parents and bullied at a young age. This connects to behaviorism because he learned how to live without his parents and learned how to fight to defend himself from bullies. Sociological because he got kicked off the football team for being pushed off or for being pushed to fix a football game. This falls into control theory because his friend pushed him to fix the, the game and get get him out of the debt. Yeah. yeah. Now, you know who's been arrested? Sammy. And you know who arrested him? The police. Let's take it to me. <laughs> so, uh, I got word from Mickey Fink over at North Fond du Lac Police Department. And I, I only had time to ask her so many questions. So, I asked her what she thought influenced a criminal to... Know, grow into what they became and her response was that bad environments tend to uh, be the main influence in uh, also the surroundings such as friends family who kind of encourage bad behavior mm -hmm. uh, and then I also asked her a most common trait that she's noticed during you know her work as a police officer and she says most often than not it's typically other people who mm -hmm. influence another person Gotcha. And then uh, that's pretty much all I had enough time to ask her. She had stuff to get to that night. Well, that actually times up pretty well with our Briminal Buses podcast. So it's going to bring our podcast to an end today. Hope you'll tune in next time when we talk about the 10 best ways to make a quiche. Bye-bye.